You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore. I'm the Deputy Director of Communications at the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today, my guest is John Sherman. He's the Vice President of Marketing and Cannabis Business Lead at Applied DNA Sciences. He's got over 30 years of deep enterprise and advertising agency experience across all marketing, sales, and IT disciplines. His experience allows him to advise on structuring sound strategies that address business goals and objectives. His extensive technology background stems from working with several leading technology companies throughout his career. He spearheads Applied DNA Sciences Cannabis Vertical, leading the vision, strategy, and product development for this emerging market. John also oversees the marketing for the entire company, driving the marketing strategy for its other core verticals. Welcome to the show today, John. Thank you, Bethany. Glad to be here with you. Absolutely. Well, I'd like to start by hearing more about your background and experience and and some of the other work you did before getting involved in the cannabis sector. Absolutely. So as you as you mentioned, I have over 30 years experience as a sales and marketing professional in the technology industry. And, and I had the pleasure to work with and, and had as advertising clients, major brands such as IBM, Toshiba, Panasonic, Motorola and Symbol Technologies. 
And I worked in the advertising industry for almost 10 years um, when the commercial World Wide Web, of all things, was just starting off in 94. Mm. So, yeah, it was, a, it was an awesome time. Everything was, was going nuts. There was literally a, probably a, a 50 to 100 websites at the time when it was just starting out. So it was really mm-hmm. cool. So that reminds me, it's very similar to the cannabis industry that we're seeing today. And and all the innovation that's taking place, the the, the uh, brand new um, um, solutions that be put in place, establishing standards, regulations, you know, uh, and the sense of community, and that's that's been awesome to see happening in the cannabis space right now, and that kind of you know relates back to to my experience uh, and working with these other technology companies. Absolutely, I was a teenager when the internet. Uh, became a thing and um it just it just changed the world and it it became exciting as we were heading toward the year 2000 which just seemed like the future at that point (laughs) the numbers are changing it must mean we're gonna have hoverboards any any year now (laughs) well back then it was you know uh, google was just starting up and amazon and all those companies i mean literally just starting and it was wonderful to come up in that industry and see it all grow and and to what it is today it's amazing certainly so how how did you make that shift from from that field into saying you know i think i want to do this with with cannabis uh some people have you know a, a story as to how they got involved into cannabis. I wonder what yours is. Yeah, so let me take you through that. So I got involved in the cannabis through the current company, which is Applied DNA. Let me just give you a little bit, and then I'll branch right into that. So we use molecular technology, right, to to put unique identifiers onto raw materials and finished goods that track across the global supply chains, and we do it in different industries. So a company approached us in 2017 and said, hey, all that great stuff you're doing in textiles and nutraceuticals and pharmaceuticals, do you think you could do that for the cannabis industry? And we said, absolutely. So we got into a partnership with them, and then that led us into the, the space. But at the same time, my wife was recovering from spine surgery and she was going through a lot of post-surgery pain and and pain management. So she was going to a pain management doctors. And of course, they're trying to put her on uh, very high meds and stuff of that nature. And she 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 didn't want to go through it. So she was taking shots and stuff like that, cortisone shots. So at the time I was saying, you know, why don't we think about cannabis for you? And then her doctor also recommended that as well. So then we went to a cannabis specialist and she then enrolled in the New York medical cannabis program. And she explored using vapes and tinctures. And at the same time, I was getting really informed what was going on in the industry and all these different treatments. And thank God this helped her through a lot of that pain and, and, and really worked for her. But it was, it was going through an exploratory for her, which was interesting. And, and now we see firsthand how it's helping her on a daily basis, which is wonderful. Wow. Uh, You know, kudos to you all for seeking out alternative treatments. Uh, I think we all know that there's an opioid crisis um, across the country in in the world and doing everything you can to avoid that medicine if you can, I I think is, is great. And also kudos to the medical professional, the doctor who who was brave enough and, and actually actually knew that it could help in order to recommend it. So that is fantastic um, to see. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy to hear that she's able to use cannabis to manage that pain. Yes. 
Yes, it was great to see. So both of those led me into the cannabis space. And uh, yeah, here we are today. Well, thank you for sharing that story. And I hope she's doing well today. Yes, she's doing better. Thank you. Great. And and now, um, as as we're kicking off 2021 here in the future. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what's going on with applied DNA sciences? Uh, Tell me more about what the company's up to and what, Mm -hmm. what you're doing day to day. Yes, absolutely. So like I was mentioned before, our base technology is using molecular technology to put unique identifiers onto raw materials, finished products. We've done it in the textile industry. We've tagged over 250 million pounds of cotton, if you could believe that. That's a big number. And that again gets tracked all the way around the world. It, it might come out of uh, the Central Valley of California, then go over to China and we track it there and we test it. And then from there, it goes over to India to be made into bed sheets and, and towels and then ends up on Bed Bath & Beyond and Costco shelves. So that technology, we had taken and now brought that into the cannabis industry. And what we're doing now is we're able to tag the actual plant if that's needed to be tagged and tracked, but we can also put it into the oils and isolates that be with, will may, be made into other products like, like I was mentioning for tinctures, edibles, uh, oils that can go into vapes and of that nature. So, uh, so all bringing all that together right now over the last two years, there is a lot of interest that we have, um, especially coming out of the processing groups uh, around the world right now, looking to get ready for international commerce eventually down the road when the borders start coming down. Um, companies in the United States are looking at the same thing to manage their 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 operations within state and 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 be compliant and have this and, and be able to help with standards as well as as their IP protection as well when they bring new products to market. So by bringing that all together, we're, we're bringing a very unique solution to the industry that ties in with a lot of the other technology platforms that are out there. Gotcha. Wow, that's a really cool story to hear, you know, the, the life cycle of you used cotton as an example like that's every you know I'm wearing tons of cotton I use mm-hmm. cotton every day and and to the, the technology in agriculture in in cannabis of course as well but just in agriculture in general is fascinating to hear how much technology goes into something we think of as so uh you know in the ground playing with dirt like it's actually quite high tech these days well you we see, are living in the future yeah you see I, I know more about cotton than i ever thought i would know in my whole <laughs> life I, and i've gone to the cotton fields and the ginning process and and you go on those large combines the the uh, cotton picking machines the gps systems that are tied to that they get down to the square foot of where a plant is planted. It's unbelievable, Anthony, the technology that, you know, just in that one sector sector of the agricultural world is phenomenal. And those are the things that can come forward into all these other industries as well. So it's really a, an amazing to see these, these solutions being put together and how they're managing water and conserving water and sustainability. Um, it's really nice to see. Absolutely. And before we take our first commercial break, I want to mention uh, one of the blogs that you contributed to NCIA's website on thecannabisindustry.org. Um, back in July, you know, we have we have a lot of really interesting content from our members about how COVID-19 
has impacted the way we do business, has impacted the industry. And, and in that blog uh, from July 7th, 2020, it's called COVID-19 and the impact on cannabis. Uh, you penned that for NCIA and also um, mentioned uh, how your wife stocked up on cannabis for three months during COVID, she just did. in case. She did. I think we all were stocking up a little because, <laughs> well, we didn't want to leave the house as much either, you know? It absolutely did. And you saw it, and you actually saw that push go up in the market, right? You see the data point for those three months, and everyone had the same because we weren't sure. That was right before I know. It, it was declared an essential business, remember? So everyone for had the sure. same thought so yeah, how great it was declared an essential business in everywhere but massachusetts from what i understand <laughs> yeah no it was it was a good a good a good moment for the cannabis industry for sure ncia's cannabis industry voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors today my guest is dr tara couch with eas consulting where she serves as senior director for dietary supplement and tobacco services Dr. Couch is a PhD analytical organic chemist with over 25 years of diverse laboratory and regulatory experience in academic field contract and manufacturing environments. Tara serves on various industry committees for the Council for Responsible Nutrition, Consumer Healthcare Products Association, and the Food Drug Law Institute. She's also active in the American Herbal Products Association. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Boy, there's an association for everything, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, I always feel old when somebody reads off all of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's learn. Let, let's learn more about you. You've got uh, well, obviously, you have a PhD. So let's let's learn more about your background and experience uh, before before moving anywhere near cannabis? <laughs> um, well, I, uh, yes, I'm a PhD analytical organic chemist. So I come from the laboratory um, and regulatory environment and started in uh, academia for um, quite a few years and then moved into manufacturing environment of pharmaceuticals and dietary supplements. Then I went into um, consulting a number of years later and um, in, in that space, I, I am live in the state of Colorado, and Colorado, of course, was the first state to pass, um, you know, legislation for allowing cannabis products uh, within the state. So I had some colleagues that went into the cannabis industry, and as I went into consulting, I began assisting them also um, developing quality systems and making sure that they would consistently manufacture products to a specification. Um, obviously, in, in lieu of any sort of regulations, because Colorado kind of got ahead of itself first voting it in and then suddenly had to come up with some regulations. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So with with the work you've done before and you're still active with the American Herbal Products Association, there's some crossover, obviously. I, mean, I think it's easy for most listeners to go, oh, herbal products, oh, cannabis. You know, there's some similarities, but I'm, I'm guessing your work in, in those fields, I mean, what's the regulatory environment like there? And like, what kinds of things did you work on there? 
Well, I'm actually at, at EAS, I'm responsible for three different areas. So I'm responsible for dietary supplements, um, tobacco, and um, cannabis. And of course, I have background in pharmaceuticals as well. So, so I'm kind of in lots of different spaces and each area is, is quite different. Um, so uh, on the dietary supplement side, uh, which is the one like you said, which is you know, clearly the one that people can think is most relatable usually um, to cannabis, at least in terms of the ingredient itself. Um, you have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand, and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. We got uh, regulations from the FDA underneath the the uh, Dietary Supplement Health and Education Act back in 1997. So it was, uh, excuse me, 1994, quite some time ago. Mm. And then in uh, 2007, the FDA issued good manufacturing practice regulations. So 14 years later, that happened. So the industry has been dealing with them for now 10 plus years and um, getting adjusted to that. But the dietary supplement industry has just ballooned um, since the past since the passage of the good manufacturing practice regulations mm. uh, that dictate how they manufacture. So it's it's been a challenge um, to see how the uh, industry is handling that. We had the reputation of being the wild, wild west, which we had earned. Mm -hmm. um, and now, you know, people are starting to come into compliance with that. And actually on the tobacco side, uh, tobacco didn't come underneath the regulation of the FDA until 2009 huh. um, with the package of the Tobacco Control Act um, or the TCA. And that was uh, initially for cigarettes and uh, smokeless tobacco products. Mm -hmm. And then in 2016, so much more recently, was extended to all of these other new products, um, often referred to as ENDS, electron electronic nicotine delivery systems, e-cigarettes, mm -hmm. uh, salts, hookah, cigars, all this other stuff was also came underneath that same act in 2016. So they have not gotten yet good manufacturing practices from the FDA, so are awaiting those. So they're sort of in that space that the dietary supplement world was in that 14 year gap. Gotcha. <laughs> um, so people are trying to come up with um, you know, something to, to put together in a, a quality type of system that would be consistent with the GMP. And then you have cannabis that you know, from the FDA's perspective, having uh, CBD in products or any of the you know, cannabinoids in a, in a product can't can't happen in a food or dietary supplement. There's just right now totally illegal. So they're kind of mm -hmm. behind. So dietary supplements was 
first and then tobacco and then, you know, hopefully cannabis in the next few years that the FDA will do something uh, with uh-huh. that. So all three yeah. are very, di- very dynamic, but at different points in their yes. regulatory life cycle, I would say. Yeah, um, yeah, very holistic uh, background to be able to bring to a very unique industry like ours, the cannabis industry, where it is a wellness product, but it's also a fun product. And it's, you know, it's some, you know, regulated like alcohol, but not exactly, you know, we're, we're kind of unique. So with all that background you have, I think you mentioned some of your colleagues had started to move into cannabis. What was your reason for making that shift and really sparking your interest to take it professionally? Well, like I said, I had, um, I live here in Colorado. And so, you know, obviously the industry was, was, huge right away mm-hmm. um, and making sure that um, products are made with quality expectations because a lot of people jumped into the market you know that really had no idea of how to um, make a product that's going to be ingested by somebody mm-hmm. and make sure that that's safe and didn't even honestly think about some of those things um, but then you had people on the other side of that that came from pharmaceuticals or from dietary supplements that did want to bring those in you know those good practices into the world of making those products so it was kind of a kind of crazy in the beginning so um, I began helping because you know that's just something I'm really good at is getting into a facility and then helping them build good systems to make sure that they consistently manufacture product to their quality standard. Excellent. Excellent. Um, So we're definitely going to take a deeper dive into (laughs) good manufacturing practices later in the show. Um, But where we're at now, you're with the company EAS Consulting. You're a member of NCIA. Obviously, COVID this last year, 2020, and and still today is kind of impacting everything everywhere. Um, But what's your company focused on this year? And what what are you really doing going forward? Well, yeah, 2020 has been a a crazy year in every aspect, right? But um, as a consulting firm, you know, EAS specializes in all FDA regulated areas. So not just my three, um, dietary supplements, tobacco, and, and, and of course the cannabis area, but also foods, pharmaceuticals, medical device, uh, veterinary products, cosmetics. So we really work in all those spaces. So um, when COVID uh, hit, Obviously, um, travel was restricted. We do a lot of travel to go visit our clients um, and respond to the enforcement actions that the FDA has taken. If the FDA can't get out and do um, inspections of facilities and do enforcement, then there's nothing to react to, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so it's been um, quite a roller coaster year for us. Um, that said, you know, now with technology, you can do a lot of things remotely. <laughs> so we've managed to adjust to that. So there was kind of a lull for, for a bit, but um, uh, clients mm-hmm. have adjusted to that. And uh, I actually just this last fall went through a series of um, numerous um, virtual audits that I did uh, for clients all over the world. And sometimes that meant I was starting the audit at 2 a.m. my time. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but you know, we've managed to make those things work. And instead of doing in-person trainings, we've done uh, virtual trainings. And of course, we use 
a lot of uh, internet type of tools to you know mm-hmm. work with clients and make sure that the quality isn't lost during all of this. I mean, now more than ever, it's it's so important that, you know, the products that people are taking are safe and, you know, people are so concerned about their health for good reason. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I know, I feel like I used to get on an airplane like five times a month and now, now I'm just on five Zoom calls a day, so. I know, I had just made global services <laughs> the year before. No. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Well, thanks so much for joining me today. And thanks everyone else for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Until next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.